You're listening to the Jessica Harlow podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Harlow. I'm best known for being a content creator and producer in mainly the beauty and self-help space. I created this podcast because I believe every woman deserves to do more than just admire beautiful, successful, happy women, but also experience being one herself. If you're tired of the noise of the world telling you how you should look or how you should behave, how you should feel, what you should want, what your life should look like, and instead are ready to live a life on your terms and decide what that means for you, you've come to the right place. A new episode of the Jessica Harlow podcast goes up every single Thursday with one goal in mind, to bring you something of value that you can use to make your life happier, healthier, and or sexier. If you've been enjoying this podcast so far, I'd really appreciate it if you left a rating and a review on iTunes and or shared this with your friends on social media. If you do, please take a screenshot and email it to hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com and in return, you will receive a handful of exclusive content such as my hair care tips and secrets for growing the longest and healthiest hair possible, as well as some of my favorite quick healthy snacks and also so much more. All totally free and will arrive to your inbox almost instantly. It's my way of saying thank you for helping the show to grow. So we're pretty much over with the first week of August. And like I said in last week's episode, August can be a really great time to do the things that you were probably putting off for the first half of the year. You know, the things that got pushed to the side or put off for later and even might have been swept up under the rug just because, you know, there's so much that's always going on. We always talk about we don't have enough time. There's so much, you know, so many people are coming for our attention, situations, things happen, stuff gets put to the side. We all kind of get it. But it's August, it's time to lift up your rug and check what's underneath there that you might have forgotten that's on your heart and worth doing, or just to give yourself permission to revisit those things. And I want to say that August is probably arguably one of the slowest months of the year. I feel like December is a close second with the holiday season, but it also really depends on, you know, what industry you're in, your lifestyle, etc. I just think that our personal lives can get really hectic around that time. So maybe not, but I think that August is truly where most people are away, relaxing, resting, just like a real slowdown, you know, not, not much is going on in August. And a lot of people say it's the Sunday of months. And this is the perfect time, in my opinion, to reflect, regroup, review, recharge, and reframe. And especially now that it's Mercury retrograde, and it will be Mercury retrograde for the majority of the month up until August 19th. And so it's probably a good time to, again, look back and reflect and, you know, figure out what's working for you and what isn't. It's really a chance to start preparing and actually getting involved like really involved in giving yourself a head start for part two of the year. And especially if you have bigger dreams, goals, just anything in your spirit that you know you're going to have to stretch yourself for, this is your month to do that. And I think also August is the best month, again, to review what is and what isn't working in your life, whether it's people, situations, habits, ways of thinking. It's the perfect time to pull away from what isn't serving you anymore. And the thing is, if you've been wanting something for a very long time and you don't feel that you're close at all or haven't made much progress at all in getting closer to whatever it is that you really want, the stuff that you know you really do want, then this is usually a signal that your routine 
whatever you've been spending most of your time on, most of your energy on, most of your time with isn't serving you. So your routine might need a shakeup. Um, what and where you spend your time and with whom is most likely in need of an overhaul. But the most important step to getting what you want, of course, is knowing what you want. And I hear so many people, even I have been guilty of this for a very long time, you know, we say, I don't know what I want. You know, people ask you, what do you want? What are you looking for? And you just say, well, I don't really know. But do you really not know? Maybe you don't know every single detail or the full scope of what you want. We'll get to that. You know, that I think is something that is also a challenge. But to say that you really don't know at all what you want, mm, kind of a lie. Because I think at some level, if you were to get really quiet and really honest with yourself, I think that you know that deep down, you do know what you want. And maybe, just maybe you feel a little bit embarrassed about it. Maybe you feel a little bit ashamed about it. Maybe you feel like you shouldn't want what you want, or perhaps for some irrational reason, you think that you might not deserve it. You might not be worthy of it. A lot of people feel shame without realizing it. They hide what they want out of life out of fear, fear of being judged, criticized, made fun of, viewed differently. So they keep things close. They keep things quiet. They play small or they just don't play at all. So it's okay to kind of keep things close to yourself just so that way you're not. Um, sometimes when you present what you want to get out of life to other people who maybe just don't get it, they can maybe make you second guess or waste time trying to defend what you want. And so in that case, yes, it's kind of a good idea to keep what you really truly want close to yourself. But at the same time, it's not right, whether you're telling other people or not, it's not right for you to be playing small or not playing at all in working towards making whatever it is you want a reality. So that's the sad part. When people are playing small or not playing at all, and they just go through the motions of living the life that they believe will make them acceptable to others. But do you want to live a life that others approve of, or do you want to live a life that you actually love that you would be proud of that would make you happy you know which one is more important to you is it more important to you to get approval from others or is it more important to you approve of yourself because there's a huge difference you can get all the approval from other people but if you're not approving of yourself first it's really not going to make you feel anywhere near as good as it would make you feel if at least you got approval from yourself, but maybe not the most approval from everywhere else. So think about this, whatever it is that you really want, because again, going back to that feeling of, you know, guilt or being ashamed or embarrassed of what it is that you want. Think about what you really want, whatever it is that you really want. Why do you want it? And you might believe that maybe your reasons are kind of selfish. And some of us can feel some guilt about that, about, you know, having selfish reasons for wanting things. Sometimes we're raised to not be that way. We're raised to think that it's wrong to be selfish. It's wrong to be, to put yourself first. And it's especially like this, I feel like for, for girls, I think we're usually raised to think more of others. Of course, I do think there's situations where, you know, men are raised to think of others and put others first as well. I guess it just really depends. But I think to some extent, we're all kind of raised with a little bit of guilt um, over wanting things just because we want them, okay, and putting ourselves 
first, which is so, I mean, it's so destructive to do that. Some of us feel guilt for putting ourselves first, but putting that aside, did you ever consider how getting what you want can actually make others' lives better too? For almost anything you could ever want to achieve in life, there's always a way that success can bring joy, happiness, and success to other people as well whether it's your immediate family and closer circle of friends, or even to complete strangers on the other end of the planet. But okay, if you're not truly clear about what you want, it's hard to have any sense of real direction, and direction is key. Okay, it's fine at first to not really be too certain, to not be too sure of exactly what it is that you want. Uncertainty It is a human need, just as much as we need things that we can be certain of, we need stability in certain parts of our lives. We also need a bit of variety, surprise, mystery to keep things spicy. Problem is, if you're allowing yourself to keep going through life without deciding on what you want, getting clear about what you want, and owning it, and by owning it, I really mean making it your want, your desire, by putting in the work and taking the steps towards making what you want a reality. So owning it means putting in the work and taking the steps towards making whatever what it is that you want a reality. That's how you claim your wants. You go after them. They're not your dreams. They're not your goals unless you're actually putting in the work consistently, putting in your time and energy and focus into those things. So if you have goals in your mind, you think, you know, you want these certain things, but you're not working towards those things, you're not putting in the time and the energy, well, then that means you're not investing in it. And if you're not investing in something, you don't have any ownership of it. So it's not yours. So in order to make something yours and make the goal belong to you, you have to put in the time, the energy, the effort. It's just how it is. You have to invest yourself into what it is that you want. Otherwise, it's really not ever going to be yours to claim. So if you're not making a decision about what you want and owning it, making it your bitch, you will likely have a lot of things happening in your life that you don't want, which doesn't sound like a lot of fun, does it? Obviously, no matter what, we're all going to have things in our lives that aren't going to be our favorite things. They're not going to be exactly what we want. Of course, there's that uncertainty of life. You know, we don't have control over absolutely everything that happens to us. We only have control over how we react, how we respond, and what we do about what happens to us. But if you don't know what you want, you're probably going to notice that you are being presented with a lot more of what you don't want. But the upside to this is that it can be a really great gift. I believe it was the Dalai Lama that said, sometimes not getting what you want is a wonderful stroke of luck. Perspective, baby. It's a great thing. So how can not getting what you want be a good thing? Well, it's probably the best thing that can happen to you because it can help you figure out what you do want through the process of elimination, through the process of contrast. In spirituality, they call this contrast. Contrast, or rather, not getting what you want is a way of helping you figure out what you do want. By knowing what you don't want, it helps you figure out what you do want. Because if you start to have a clearer sense of what you don't want, then it starts to make sense to assume that you may want the opposite, which can again give you more clarity. Clarity is very important. Having a clear sense of what it is that you want to experience, how you want to feel, and what you want to contribute is step 
one in getting more of what you want and less of what you don't. It gives you a sense of direction. It makes it easier to decide what you choose to say yes to and what you choose to say no to. And it makes you a lot more aware of the price of saying yes when you know you should be saying no and the price of saying no when you know you should be saying yes. You have to start trusting yourself. You know more than you admit to. And it's time to start giving yourself the permission to want what you want and admit to yourself what you want and to trust that you know best. So speaking of not getting what you want, something that I found really fascinating recently was the concept of a spiral. We all know what a spiral looks like. It's like a continuous line, but it looks like a bunch of lines in a circle, right? Well, the spiral refers to when you have a consistent, I don't want to call it a problem, a consistent challenge that comes up in your life. And each time that challenge shows up, it's almost like it's at a different level. Like each level teaches you something new. And as you get to the next level, you're taking what you learned the last time with you. And it's like a new lesson at each and every level. You learn something new and you get closer and closer to mastering that challenge that consistently comes up for you in your life. And this just made a lot of sense to me. This is something I've been thinking about quite a bit lately. I heard this um, the other day on like some spiritual Instagram story that I follow. (laughs) Um, But anyway, think about a challenge that comes up for you consistently in your own life. Maybe it's in your work or your personal life or relationships. What's the thing that keeps showing up? More than likely, you learn something new as time goes on and you get better at handling whatever that issue is, whatever that you know, lesson is that you need to learn. And again, whenever things are happening to you in your life that are less than ideal, always stop to think your think to yourself, you know, what is this here to teach me? How is this something that I can grow from? How is this something that can make me stronger, smarter? What is this here to teach me? What can I learn from it? And sometimes, again, it might be as simple as just showing you what you don't want. But sometimes if it's something that you notice is kind of reoccurring, It might be a chance to really pay more attention. Again, life speaks to us in whispers. And I just really believe that to a large extent, we're put on this earth to learn things, to connect with each other, learn things, teach each other things. As many people say, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. What I most want you to get out of this episode is not just being clear about what you want and being honest about what you want, but also letting go of the shame you might feel attached to wanting whatever it is that you want. Whatever you want, there's almost always a benefit for that that goes far beyond just you, okay? Like, it might be great for you, but getting what you want is oftentimes good for other people too. So let's say, for example, you want to own like a big successful business doing whatever. Well, whatever goods or services you would be providing could make others happier, healthier, help them make more money, or just live their lives better in some way, shape, or form. Um, It would allow you to hire other people that could also make money and earn a living, um, that could help them support themselves and their families. So it could really enable you to also have more money that you can donate to others in need and do great charity work. Um, So, you know, if you feel guilty about wanting to have a business of some kind, you succeeding in that, And the only way you can ever succeed in it is by actually trying to. Um, But you succeeding in that could be great for more than just you. It's not selfish to want to grow a really big, beautiful business. Um, Something else, if you want to have a relationship, a great relationship, well, that could be great for the person that you'd be with. You know, there are people in the world that would probably love to be loved by someone just like you. Or let's say you really want to get in shape. You want to put your 
your health first. You want to have a great body. Well, it would probably make you have a lot more energy and be more active. So that way you could, I don't know, play with your kids more, uh, maybe not get so winded when he tells you to get on top and, you know, you can have a better sex life, you know, whatever it is, there's so much that can be improved in other people's lives by you getting what you want and you becoming a better version of yourself or the best that you can be. It's okay to want what you want. As long as you aren't hurting anyone else or trying to control anyone, it's perfectly okay to want whatever it is that you want. And so you don't just owe it to yourself to own your goals and to own whatever it is that you want, but you also owe it to other people as well. I mean, think about all of the things that you really love and enjoy about life. You know, whether it's some movies or TV shows, books, um, whether it's the people in your life, um, people who have invested in you, people who um, are close to you, um, whatever it is, like anything that you're enjoying in your life that was the product of someone else making a decision to show up and produce something um, that you really enjoy. Think about what if, let's say if you love Harry Potter for whatever reason, let's say that's like your favorite thing ever. Well, what if J.K. Rowling decided she just would, you know, forget about the whole thing? Like she had this great idea, but she's like, you know, whatever, screw it. Like, I'm just going to go, you know, flip burgers or something. You know, think of it like that. What if they decided to make a totally different decision and not put out those things? Well, in one case, you could actually, if you think about it, you could actually be doing just the same by holding back on whatever it is that you really want to do. What you want can be really great for other people. So great that they might even be grateful for you actually going out, owning what you want and doing what you got to do to get it done. That's all for this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and got something of value out of it. If you've been enjoying this podcast so far, I'd really appreciate it if you left a rating and review and or share this with your friends on social media. If you do either, please take a screenshot and email it to me at hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com. You won't regret it. In return, you will receive a handful of exclusive content such as my hair care tips and secrets for growing the longest and healthiest hair possible, as well as some of my favorite quick and healthy snacks and so much more. It's my way of saying thank you for helping the show to grow. With that said, I look forward to talking to you again next Thursday.